Hello and welcome back to Uniquely Created. I'm Chrissy and I'm glad you're joining me for Mindflow Monday. Growing up as an only child, I always wanted a sibling. And I think part of it is because I didn't really understand what sibling rivalry meant or how intense it could be. So I laugh now when people ask, do your boys get along really well? Because the answer is no, they don't. There are moments that they can play nicely and be kind to one another, but when those moments happen, you want to take pictures so that you have actual evidence to look back at later to remind yourself it can happen. Do they love each other? Yes, but they often have odd ways of showing it. Whether it's between siblings or anyone, rivalry can lead to a mess. Simply put, rivalry is competition for superiority in the same field. And if you have more than one child, you know that sibling rivalry happens. When you call out something positive in one child, the other child begins to ask, well, what about me? If I bring one home a new pair of shoes, the other one asks where his new shoes are. We also see it in my home when one child gets in trouble. The other child will go out of his way to show off exemplary behavior. Now, while in the moment it's nice to have one child who's behaving so well when the other is showing you why some bears eat their young, it shows a bigger problem. They're not cheering for each other, encouraging each other to do their best or be their best selves. They've created some sort of competition where they think that the success of one somehow hurts the other. They don't seem to understand that both are capable of winning together, but as long as they enjoy watching the other fall, neither will come out on top. Obviously, this is something we're trying to break in them now. We want them to be people who think beyond themselves and who uproot the jealousy that tries to plant itself. But it's not just kids who do this. We're all part of God's family, but sibling rivalry exists between brothers and sisters in Christ. Somehow many have gotten the wrong idea that we're in competition with each other. Hebrews 11 verses 24 through 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. But too often when we see someone walking in their purpose and we see God's blessings and his timing coming to be and we see that success, instead of being able to spur each other on and celebrate, we begin to ask, why not me? When is this going to happen in my life? Is there competition in life? Of course. But we aren't supposed to be in competition with each other. We need to have a united front because we have the same mission to advance the kingdom of God. While there's nothing wrong with hoping that God moves in our lives, there is something wrong with not being able to celebrate with others, not being able to support them. Is it sometimes hard? Sure, we're human. When we're in that season of waiting, it's not always easy when we see people who are having those wins. But when we treat each other as opponents, we're creating undue casualty. Here's the deal. Has God given me a dream? Yes. And that's the dream he's given me. It's different from the dream he's given you. Our dreams are not in competition with each other because we have to believe that God completes what he started and he works within each of us. Are our timelines different? Yes. Should we be scared or spiteful if we see someone moving towards their dream and we're at a different stage in ours? No. I find it funny when people ask which of my children are my favorite. They're both my favorite. Of course, the one who actually cleaned his room today, he might have a slight edge for the moment. But even me, who's a completely imperfect mother, wants both her children to live their dreams, follow God, and have lives that one day they look back and not have only enjoyed living, but are proud of. God, he is the perfect parent, which means no favorites. 
He loves us all equally. He loves us so much he sent his son to die for us. So I'm pretty sure we can trust Jeremiah 29:11 that he has plans to prosper us, to give us a hope and a future, which means all of us who follow him. There is no hunger games for walking in our purpose. Someone else walking in those plans and claiming victories for God doesn't stop us from one day reaching ours. But our attitude in supporting them or choosing not to may. You are not in competition to get there first, do the most, or prove you are superior. But you can be someone who helps someone else reach their dreams, make that goal, and take steps in their walk. And when they do, you should celebrate with them, the same way you want people to rejoice with you. We're one family, one team, and we're all working for the same thing. And we do it so much better when we support and celebrate with each other. Thanks for joining me today. Remember, you can always find more Uniquely Created on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you know someone who you think would like this podcast, pass it on. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.